I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. What do you do when your partner unexpectedly invites someone else on a date you planned? We'll get into that in a bit, but first, am I, 19-year-old male, wrong to ask my boyfriend, 22-year-old male, to keep using protection until we get tested again? I, 19-year-old male, have been in a no-label relationship up until now with my now boyfriend, 22-year-old male, for about a month and a half or so. Recently, we finally started officially dating when I asked him if we were exclusive and he said yes. That night, we went back home to get it on and it was the first time ever he didn't put a condom on. I asked him to use one and he said that he didn't want to since we were exclusive now and I didn't have to worry about any bugs. Some context, I'm a fairly paranoid person and before we met, me and him both slept around a bit and I'm also very terrified of contracting any STIs or worse. I asked him if we could still use protection until both of us could get tested for everything again and he got really ticked at me asking. He said that I didn't trust him enough and I shouldn't need proof that he was clean. I tried explaining that I trusted him but I'm just an overly cautious person, which he knows. And with our history, I thought it would be better to wait just a few more weeks. He got even madder at that, saying that I thought he was the type of person who slept around while we were still no label. I ended up just leaving, but I'm still conflicted. I do trust him, and I definitely don't think he's someone who sleeps around that much, but I also just can't get past my anxiety and fear. I don't blame anybody who is getting into a relationship and is looking out for their health in that way. Sadly, I feel like a lot of people don't actually go to the lengths of getting tested properly a lot of times, but I firmly believe that if somebody wants to make sure that you're both clean and wants to get tested before engaging in anything more serious than what was going on, that you absolutely should do that for that person. Otherwise, you either seem like you have something to hide or you just come across as a jerk. Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you guys enjoy tricky relationship topics, why not hit those like and subscribe buttons down below? That said, our next story is, me, 30-year-old female, can't sleep in bed with my 26-year-old male. Lately, sleeping with my partner, 26-year-old male, has become so uncomfortable, I've opted to sleep on the couch once he's asleep. We've been together for two years, and at first, everything was fine. The cuddles, the closeness, but now it's getting out of control. He moves constantly and feels like a 100 degree furnace. Not to mention by the time it hits 2 or 3 a.m. I have a slither of space left. He's pretty tall, 6 foot 5, and I've been telling him we need a new bed. I can tell it bothers him when we aren't sleeping in the same bed, and I don't want him to think it's because I don't want him or love him. I just need some sleep. I feel bad leaving him at night to sleep on the couch knowing that, and hearing him search for me at night sucks. It puts me on alert to hurry and get back in bed when I just want to sleep. Any advice on how to handle this situation? P.S. No new bed coming for a few more months. Something I've especially come to appreciate in recent times is that sleep is one of the most important and critical things you can do for yourself. Everything is going to fall apart if you don't get sleep. When you spend a few days not getting adequate sleep and you finally go back to just being on a good schedule, it's like the entire world opens back up to you. That said, if they're not willing to make compromises, 
they should understand and accept that it's not personal, you just need to get some sleep. If sleeping on the couch is what works right now, there's no love lost, it's just looking out for your health. This next story is, am I expecting too much from my husband, 28 year old female, 37 year old male? I, 28 year old female, and my husband, 37 year old male, have recently hit a rough patch. I've decided that I want to go back to school so I can make more money and be financially stable slash independent. This has been very important to me, especially after seeing my mother, 60s year old female, being left with nothing after my dad divorced her. I also want to be able to support myself financially and not depend on anyone, like I have been doing, for financial support. I also have chronic pain that will not get better over time and flares up with the type of work that I do. I feel like my time in my current field is limited, and my partner is aware of this too. I know what I want to do, found a good school, etc. I talked to my husband about this, and to my surprise, he was very unsupportive. He at first told me that I can't go back to school. He later said that there's no way he can afford to support me and pay our bills on just his income. I understand. I offered to take out a personal loan, school loans, etc. to help me reach my goals. He ultimately told me if I want to go back to school, I need to figure it out for myself and figure out how to do full-time school and pay for my bills. I am, of course, willing to work part-time, which should be sufficient. Originally, I would have expected something along the lines of, let's figure this out together. But every time I talk about school, it turns into a huge blow-up. I almost feel like he's controlling the outcome of my life, and that bothers me. Am I expecting too much from him? Am I being selfish and unreasonable? I don't think OP is being unreasonable. I think, honestly, just better discussions need to be had on what either person is actually feeling here, what fears are going on, and why they feel it would or would not be reasonable for you to take this path. I feel like there's just a lot of ambiguity on both sides as far as what their feelings are and the communication to each other. Our next story is, how slash when should I tell the person I'm talking to, 18 year old female, that I, 18 year old male, can't have kids. I've been talking to her for almost a month, I've had three or so dates. Just yesterday she asked the, are we in a relationship question? I said yes and she said, now you're really stuck with me. By the way, we have basically identical hobbies and interests. She's going to be going to school for med and I'm mechanical engineering. So now to the good stuff. I'm infertile. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Make a long story short, born without my testes, when is a good time to bring this up? I think an approach of saying I can't have kids and then explaining it in detail later would be better, but I'm not sure. 
Can this be done over text? Or is it something I really should do in person? I feel like given our ages, text is okay or might be better? Is now a good time? When is a good time for that? I mean, if you're at the stage where you are sleeping together, I don't think there's too soon of a time to just be like, by the way, I just want to be upfront. I was born with this condition and you explain that it causes you to be infertile. And just saying, you know, you know that it's early, but you just want them to be aware of that. And if that's a true deal breaker for the person, that's why you want to mention it sooner than later. I mean, at 18 years old, it might be so far off the radar anyways. But honestly, I feel like it doesn't really hurt. Like, what do you lose by just being forward about it? Our next story is, how do I, 21-year-old female, react appropriately when my partner, 26-year-old male, has a night out and keeps me out of the loop? I apologize if this sounds juvenile, but I could use some external perspective. My 21-year-old female, boyfriend, 26-year-old male, had a boys' night yesterday, where I hoped he had fun, of course, but the communication has been a bit awry for the past few days, so that might have contributed to my reaction. He told me he might go out that eve, but I didn't know much information about it until after he went at 5, which is fine. I called him at about 9 because we hadn't talked much that day. We talked for two minutes, but I still didn't ask him any questions like where he was or who he was with. He told me he was getting food from Zomato at the time. After that, I was home alone and had two pegs of whiskey myself and called him to say goodnight. He didn't pick up, so I just sent some random texts. Now, I didn't expect him to call me back or text me or whatever, but we have a ritual of us telling each other goodnight the two whole years we've dated. And even when it was impossible, we had still managed to make sure we did it anyways. I woke up in the morning to see he hadn't seen my texts yet, so I deleted them. Drunk texts aren't fun and I thought that the texts didn't make sense anyways and weren't meant for him anymore because it's morning now. Apparently he did see my texts as soon as I'd sent them via notification tab, but chose not to reply because he was with friends and didn't want to use the phone while with friends, so he thought it was disrespectful that I'd deleted the texts. This happened in Telegram by the way. I was a bit disappointed for two reasons. He definitely does not owe me any information, but every time I go out with my friends, I make sure to talk to him as usual and never make him feel left out. I always made sure that when I was out, there was no information he wasn't aware of, and I do this solely out of respect. In fact, I update as soon as things happen, and I don't expect the same from him, but only that he had acknowledged me because he told me he went to bed only at 3, leaving him ample time to send something, anything as he pleases. Even talk to you later would have been fine in the 12 hours he was out. I'd only expected bare minimum acknowledgement and nothing else. He does use his phone now and then when we hang out. He does text and pick calls of friends when we drink and stuff in my observation. So it was hard for me to believe he refrained from his phone at all, all night, because that would mean that he respected his friends more than me, and that's why he doesn't hesitate using the phone with me. Overall, this is a dumb situation and I feel dumb as well and any perception would help and I don't mind being branded as the same. My boyfriend says this is controlling behavior, but my intention was only to be respected and included and I didn't even ask him for any information or anything. How do I, 21 year old female, react appropriately when my partner, 26 year old male, has a night out and keeps me out of loop? I do feel like it's the bare minimum to say goodnight or something. I mean, I just feel like chances are you'll glance at your phone at some point. It takes five seconds to just send a goodnight message. 
I mean, I could understand if they don't want to reply at 3 a.m. because they don't want to, like, wake you up or something. At the same time, I also understand that it's also important to just have some times where you can go hang out with your friends and you can just kind of turn your brain off outside of that. I feel like what's most important is just, is there going to be collaborative communication and figuring out what both sides need going forward? The next time this happens, are they just going to say, all right, I'm going to go hang out with my friends. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Good night. Before they go. This next story is my 27 year old female boyfriend, 28 year old male doesn't say I love you to me unless he is reminded. Plus only is affectionate when I'm upset. I'm going to try to keep it as short as possible. To preface, growing up, I never heard my parents say I love you to each other. They hate each other and stayed together for the kids, which is slash was the worst thing they could have done. They were very cold and hateful to one another and still are to this day. I've thoroughly explained to my boyfriend why expressing actions and especially words of love and affection are extremely important to me. Boyfriend says he loves me and never felt this way about anybody before. He is very introverted and reluctant to be lovey. I've told him that I'd like to hear him say I love you before he leaves for work and before we go to bed at night, but he literally just forgets to say it. I've asked him before why he doesn't say he loves me more often and he says he doesn't know and also said, do I need a reason? Recently he almost forgot to say it before we went to bed, but I made a face at him and he said, oh, I love you. Like as if it just completely wasn't even in his mind to say it unless something reminded him. This really hurts me because I feel like he doesn't even have the inclination to just express love to me. It makes me feel not good enough and that he's only saying it because he has to or something. Also, if I'm upset about something like this especially, suddenly he's very lovey and kisses me a lot and tries to be playful and tells me that he loves me but it just feels really forced to me because he doesn't do this any other time, at least nowhere near the extent he does when I'm upset. Am I justified in being upset about this, or am I just overreacting? Sometimes I feel like he knows something is going to upset me, but does it on purpose. Does this person really even love me? Edit, I also want to add another thing that bothers me is he doesn't really compliment me either. I've asked him why he doesn't compliment me and his response is, well in my head I thought you looked nice, pretty, etc. But I always have to ask first. He very rarely will compliment me without asking if I look cute, etc. Honestly, to me it just sounds like a guy that isn't overly affectionate. I don't think it helps necessarily though that OP has said, you have to say this during these times, because I feel like for some reason that probably creates this mentality of maybe being burnt out on saying it or having it come to your mind naturally at other times, because you have to say it at certain times. But honestly, yeah, overall, it just kind of sounds like they're not very affectionate. They're just not very outgoing with their words. If you've mentioned it and it doesn't really change, I don't know if you can force them to be overly outwardly affectionate or not. This next story is the person, 23-year-old female, I've, 22-year-old male, been seeing abruptly stopped talking to me. The girl I've been talking to has stopped responding to me. We've been interested in each other for about a month and a half. During that time, I'd say 5 out of 7 nights of the week, we would FaceTime for about 2-3 to three hours. We're both quite a ways from each other geographically, around a couple hours away. Last weekend, we were going to meet halfway, stay at an Airbnb, and have it basically be a weekend-long date. We were both excited, both planned it out. She even invited me out to some Halloween parties when that holiday came. 
but before we could meet last weekend, she said she caught COVID, had a fever and couldn't make it, to which I replied, no worries. We were texting back, then one day she just leaves me on red. It's okay, no worries, she's sick, I get it. A few days later, prior to the weekend, I ask her how she's feeling. Again, leaving me on red. Again, no worries. Tuesday after the weekend, I simply send a, hey, to which again I get left on red. Do I just wait this one out or move on? Am I reading too much into this? I want to tell myself she's just sick, but maybe that's not the case. What would cause her to just lose interest right off the bat if she did? Everything was going so well. Honestly, if I were an OP situation, I feel like a lot of people would just call it off at that point, but I would probably send a message just being like, hey, I hope all is well. I don't want to jump to assumptions, but I'm kind of feeling like getting left on red multiple days in a row is giving me the impression that maybe things are over. If you're honestly not feeling it, I'd appreciate some kind of response just to know. Something along those kinds of lines. Our next story is, my 27-year-old female boyfriend, 30-year-old male, gives his number to other women and makes new friendships with other women often. Should I be concerned? My boyfriend of one year and I met through friends. He's 30, I'm 27. We both had a pretty active social life. He's very nice and friendly, goes out of his way to help people. This is what I of course loved about him. Well, there's a situation that honestly kind of bothers me. He often seems to go out of his way to make new friendships with other women. Whether he meets them at work, bars we go to, events with friends, etc. He gives other women his number on a regular basis and really enjoys chatting and being social. I've thought it over a lot and realized he's usually the one to give his number out or ask them for theirs in the situations. I was under the impression when we started dating and becoming more serious that this behavior would naturally stop on his end. It hasn't but I also haven't said anything to him. What prompted me to write this post is a situation that happened two months ago. He'd been chatting via text regularly with a female co-worker who was out of work due to illness. He said that he gave her his number so he could check on her each day while she was out. Well, them talking every day for the week or so she was out and his extreme worry for her, I guess gave her the wrong impression that my boyfriend was interested. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This co-worker confessed feelings for him when she returned to work and said how appreciative she was for him checking on her. My boyfriend did not expect this and did shut it down saying he was in fact in a committed relationship, me. He and her still have to work closely together so it's kind of weird for me to be honest. I appreciate him shutting it down and taking care of it but ever since this happened, I just can't help but think there are more situations like this to come in our future. I just feel like my boyfriend doesn't see that he's kind of putting himself out there in such a way that gives the wrong impression. I personally do not meet new guys and wouldn't ever see myself giving my number out. He's a friendly guy and I don't think he's doing anything to be hurtful on purpose. I guess I just don't understand why he feels the need to meet new women and chat them up so often. I don't know if I plan on saying anything to him. I really just don't know what to make of this is my point. 
I just don't want things to get messy or anyone to get hurt or him to be upset with me saying anything to him. Anyways, thanks guys. I guess a good question would be, does he do this with both men and women or does it seem to be especially women? Because if so, even if he is trying to be honest, I feel like there is some kind of underlying thing going on here. Although I do think the most important thing is OP needs to speak up because nothing is going to be talked about or nothing's going to be realized if OP just continues to be quiet about it. Our next story is, I broke up with my boyfriend and he said he will never move on. I, 22 year old male, two days ago broke up with my 22 year old male boyfriend. We were together for one year and a few months. The reason I broke up is because he had issues in the past with insecurities for a while that made me very tired and exhausted mentally and I still can't get over it. Even though from his side it's been fixed for two months now, I still don't feel okay. I feel like the relationship became a chore and I've felt disconnected from him. I didn't want to do this to him because I think he deserves better than someone who looks at the relationship like that. It's been two days but I feel numb and I feel nothing. I loved him, I still do and I'm very worried about him. When I broke up with him, he said he will never move on and will always love me. He said that it's impossible to move on from me and that he never will. I don't want this to happen. I want him to be happy and I want him to move on. Him saying these things makes it so hard for me to think about anything else. I told him multiple times that I don't want him to wait for me, but he insists and thinks that I'll get back to him when I feel better. I told him so many times to focus on himself and move on and not wait for me because I can't promise that I'll do such a thing and I don't know what will happen in the future. I don't know what to do. I feel terrible. He really is an amazing guy and person and I know that he loves me so much. I do too, but I'm just so tired and exhausted from the relationship. I guess I'm just posting this because I hope someone who's been in his place once could share something. I mean, what is this supposed to do other than just try to make you feel bad, try to make you go back to somebody that you feel is for the best you're not with? I'll just say this though, early 20s, late teens, those are the prime, I'm never going to get over this relationship, ages. Trust that they almost inevitably will. Time really does heal all wounds. It just feels like he'll never get over it, when it's understandably still very fresh. Our next story is... A tale as old as time, help with my male 33, wife's female 33, family. Hey Reddit, I'm seeking some opinions on something that's been an ongoing issue between my wife and I. Honestly, looking for a way to progress and not just be like, he, she is the bad person and should change. The issue stems from my in-laws. They live in a city about 100 miles away from us. That's about a two hour car ride. My sister-in-law lives half an hour from us in a neighboring city. The in-laws are getting up there in age and they recently moved. They decided that we get all of their extra stuff. Tools, toys, rocks, scrap wood. If they had collected it over the ages, they had decided that we now get it in our garage or basement. This has become really untenable for me. I have a workshop in the garage that is totally unusable because of clutter. I keep my dirt bike in there that I ride almost daily and it's a constant struggle to get it in and out. I had a lot of work I'd planned to do on my truck that I just have not been able to because the garage is full of, frankly, crap. I told them last week that we have too much stuff and need to clean up and cut down before we get more stuff. Lo and behold, we got a carload of stuff that same weekend. I should have said no, but I was asked and said yes. This has kind of a tangential issue. Every time they have a carload of stuff for us, we get a weekend visit. 
Honestly, usually it's just an hour or so, if that. Sometimes my wife will join them for a meal or a trip to go see sister-in-law. Every single time I don't join, I get guilt-tripped. Oh, we wish you would join. Can we come back next weekend and help with X, Y, or Z? We have averaged two visits per month this summer, most of them arranged last minute. Sister-in-law will hit the group chat on a Thursday night with, does anyone have an extra screwdriver? And the in-laws will decide they can drive 100 miles down to deliver the tool. I see the text and I get anxious and feel my weekend slipping away. Even those short visits feel like entertaining to me, and the guilt tripping just weighs on me. I've kind of reached an impasse here with my wife. We've spoken time and time again about how I feel like we don't have enough place to store our own stuff, because we have so much stuff of her family's. I feel like the family storage unit because often they'll decide they need to grab something for a weekend, golf clubs, ladder. Then we get another two visits where they pick it up and drop it off again. We've spoken time and time again about how I feel one visit per month is enough, but still her parents ask every other weekend if it's okay they visit. It's definitely complicated. She did not have the best relationship with her parents growing up and they're getting old. She really wants to spend a lot of time and develop a friendship with them, and she feels like me asking to limit their pop-ups is a block in the way of that. I don't really agree, but I do see how me not caring at all would make that easier. She feels like we're helping them through a major life event by storing their stuff, and I feel like that's great to do, but it's impacting my ability to use our space and to store our own stuff. It came to a head yesterday when I said, Babe, we have three golf bags full of clubs? and neither of us has golfed in three years. She didn't believe me, so we went out to the garage and counted the bags. Three. There was a similar reaction to me saying they came every other weekend. She read me the riot act, but when we sat down and counted, it was pretty close to every other weekend. I'm also a really solitary person by nature. I would always prefer to be alone. Being with my wife feels as comfortable to me as being alone. There are maybe three people on earth that feel that way to me. I grew up with a ton of siblings and very demanding parents. Nothing was ever mine. My time was never mine until high school when I could drive somewhere to be alone. The ultimate complication, we have our first child on the way. I know for a fact that the in-laws will want more contact than I want to see the baby. I also know that I'll need their help. It takes a village. I won't want their help but will need it, so I'm trying to develop strategies to be okay. I think as a good measure, I've decided that I'll be the block on these weekend visits as much as it makes me feel like the villain. If they ask me and I don't want it, instead of people pleasing, I'll just tell them no. I'm moving my home office to the basement when the baby comes. It's out of the main part of the house, so hopefully I can get some respite when I'm overwhelmed. Honestly, I could probably just communicate this all to the in-laws, but I really struggle to do this in a way that doesn't feel bad. I hate letting people down, especially family but it causes so much anxiety in my life. I feel like my wife doesn't see things the same way I do, and I just don't know what to do or say. I would appreciate some advice. Thanks all. Honestly, I'm right there with OP. I would much prefer being alone. Every other weekend would be definitely exhausting to me, and very quickly would become just this almost torturous feeling like, oh, yep, there goes my weekend. I mean, I just completely understand that OP needs a little bit more breathing room than every other weekend, especially when it also feels like their house is being overtaken by them. Our next story is, girlfriend of two years says she doesn't think she's ready for a relationship. I've been dating my girlfriend for a little over two years now. Things have been rocky here and there, but at the same time, it hasn't been bad at all. 
I had a really bad day and kind of got upset with her for a day or two. One for staying at a party too late. I know I'm a butt for that, but safety is my number one priority with her. And two, her not spending time with me on her second day off where we rarely get days off together. We had a big fight over the phone with her friend being near her, and after the fight she said, We are gonna talk when I get home. I got home and she didn't want to say anything, but I finally got it out of her. And this isn't the first time she said this, but she said, I don't know if I'm ready for a relationship. I told her, why did you say that? And she said, I don't know. I just want to be able to go party, hang out with friends, etc. I told her, of course, I don't care if she goes to parties or hangs out with friends. Long story short, it comes down to where she doesn't know what she wants. I asked if she wanted to break up and she said, not now because I don't know honestly. The big issue I'm having is I'm pretty sure she wants to break up. She came up with points that made me really hate it. We just signed another year in the lease of an apartment together and would you hurt yourself if I broke up with you? Though I answered to no and we would figure that apartment out. One other big issue we have is she thinks she's not good enough for me. I told her straight up she is but she doesn't believe it. I just want opinions honestly. What anyone thinks about this? I'm 23 year old male and she's 20 year old female. Honestly, to me, it sounds like she's already kind of pretty done with this relationship. And to me, I feel like them saying she's not good enough for you is kind of her way of trying to give herself an out to be like, yeah, I'm not good enough for you. This relationship just isn't right, isn't fair to you. I wish OP the best of luck on figuring this one out. This next story is husband invited family member on date. I, 33-year-old female, purchased expensive tickets to our favorite band at an exclusive venue and was too excited to keep it a secret. So I told my husband, 38-year-old male, of 13 years. This is practically the first major date night since having our first child, so I thought it would be great to spend some quality time together and lined up a sitter and everything. A week or so later, just in passing, He told me he invited his sibling to the concert with us. I told him I was disappointed that he had done that and explained why, and he argued that it would be better if they didn't come. Then yesterday, after drinking way too much, another reoccurring issue, he told his parents, who he was on the phone with at the time, that his sibling was coming to this concert, at the same time inviting his entire family on our little outing this weekend without talking about it first. He never even told me that his sibling did in fact get tickets to the concert. I'm not even sure how to feel. I think I'm deeply hurt by this, but I did also fall into his trap yesterday when he was drunk and trying to start a fight, which his whole family knows about at this point as well, I'm sure. I can't tell if I'm just feeling overly sensitive about everything right now. I'm also walking on eggshells and trying to keep the peace, so I'm feeling a little frayed at the edges currently. Am I overreacting? Anytime I try to bring anything up, it becomes a fight about how we always have this same conversation and that he's tired of it, so I back down and apologize for even bringing it up. How can I handle this without it degrading into another stupid argument? I mean, at some point, it's not even a date anymore, and considering it's something that you had planned and you had went and bought the tickets yourself, 
They should have completely checked with you to make sure that this was okay before doing anything that they did here. And honestly, OP saying that they have to walk on eggshells is already indicative that there's some real issues already going on here. I think the important thing to also kind of focus on is that OP's feelings are valid and that they shouldn't deserve to get beaten down when they bring them up and share these concerns to the point where they feel like they have to apologize for even bringing it up. Definitely some real concerning behavior from OP's partner being shown here. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another tricky relationship topic, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories.